Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. So have you ever considered attending a blog conference or a blog retreat of some kind? Um, been a little bit overwhelmed or maybe you've been before and you've decided maybe you're not going to go again. Well, I'm hoping that this episode um, really helps encourage you to consider adding at least one conference or retreat to your calendar this year. Um, and I have a lot of reasons why. I'll explain them all in the next few minutes. So let's get started. All right. First of all, I want to talk about the reasons why I feel like people should attend conferences or retreats related to blogging or, you know, marketing. So there's, you know, other things other than just blogging that you can attend. There's social media marketing world. There's podcast movement. Like there's lots of different places you can go that may not necessarily be exactly blogging, but are all part of building an online brand um, and marketing and things like that. So The first reason I feel like you should consider attending one or starting to go back to them again is because I think it offers a feeling of legitimacy. Like it makes you feel legit. When you go, you feel like a legit blogger. Um, It gives you this sense of confidence like, hey, like I'm really doing this thing. I'm treating it like it's a professional thing because if I was working a professional job, I would go to training retreats or, you know, weekend things for being able to improve the work that I do with that job or learn new things or learn new industry things, whatever it may be. The second thing is you go to geek out with people who get it, right? Like your friends may not get it. Your family may not get it. Your coworkers may not get it, but the people at these things, they get it and they like to talk about it and they don't get irritated when you talk about it (laughs) and they don't get lost when you talk about it or give you like you know stares like I have no idea what you're talking about they all love it talk about it and share Um, and it can be a really great community experience if you're open to going with an attitude that you're going to meet new people the third thing is you get to learn what's new and this is kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because some of you guys would say, well, that's that's just distractions for me, right? But at the same time, like, I think it's important to understand, like, what's trending in the industry that we're in, what's old, you know, what's gone. Um, and you can make really important decisions based on some of the stuff that you learn as to whether you want to be an early adopter or whether something's well-established now and it's time to get on the bandwagon, like, whatever it may be, Um And you can find out all that kind of stuff by attending conferences related to blogging or marketing or whatever. Um, The fourth reason to go is often that brands are there. So depending on the type of retreat that you go to or the type of conference, like there's foodie conferences, there's maker conferences. Um, Like I'm speaking at uh, Haven this year and I'll be speaking at WorkbenchCon both of which um, are conferences, you know, geared towards people who make things or DIY things and the brands that are there like Home Depot and like, you know, major brands that want to work with people who have DIY platforms. Um, And last, it's to meet with people and to network, which I think is super powerful. And you may not realize right now how powerful and important it is, but I like to use the illustration by of saying, you know, when you meet one person, you know, they have a circle of contacts outside of them in some, you know, in some way. They have their own networks. They have their own connections. And for every person that you meet and create a relationship with, 
you usually then have access to their networks and their connections. And that's why it's important. And it may sound like selfish to say it that way. That's not the only reason you get to know people. That's not the only reason you do what you do. But it's a fringe benefits of going to conferences and meeting people and making friends is that you just never know what will come out of those relationships. I've had so many awesome opportunities Um, Once I became friends with someone, like legitimately became friends with them, down the road, like they got an opportunity and they said, hey, like they're looking for more than one person to do this. Do you want to do this? And you just really never know what will come from those relationships that you cultivate um, from conferences and meeting people. Because, you know, it also takes you beyond your own backyard. When you go to conferences, people are coming from all over to attend these things. Um, And you just never know what kind of opportunities and friendships you'll form just by going to a retreat or to a conference. Now, you may be wondering, okay, well, Kim, I've decided that I'm going to do this or I'm thinking about doing this. So tell me, how do I survive, right? Some of you guys are extroverts. Some of you are introverts. I'd say the majority of you probably in the introvert introvert department because you're bloggers and it's easier just to kind of write or say behind your computer. But some of you guys are like real outgoing types, um, you know, you can go and have a good time and meet new people. You're not afraid to meet new people. That's me. <laughs> um, but here are some ways that you might be able to survive if you decide to go to a conference. So uh, a lot of times, like at my retreats, for example, so I have very small retreats about four times a year. And at these retreats, I have noticed that some ladies will grab a friend. So they will get a friend to come with them so that they have somebody to hang out for the weekend so they don't feel nervous, they don't feel alone, they have a connection when they get there. And so that might be the way that you want to approach it is to get a friend to go with you to be a roommate um, while you're there or just to be around while you're there. You may not want a room together. Maybe you want to have separate rooms so you can sleep if you have kids at home or whatever. Um, maybe one of you is a snorer. Who knows? <laughs> but... That's a good first step is to see if you can get a friend to go with you. And if you can't, that's perfectly fine. It's okay for you to go by yourself. Um, the second thing that you can try to do is once you get your ticket and you, you know, if the event has like a Facebook community or a Facebook group, you can pop in that group and say, hey, you know, I'm looking for a roommate for this event. Um, is anybody looking to room share with somebody? And you will get a lot of opportunity like from that where people want to save money on the room for the week and they're willing to, you know, give up one of the queen beds in their room or vice versa um, for somebody to be able to sleep in the same room and then they split the cost of the room. Because when you check out at most hotels, they will split the bill in half and they'll, you know, bill you your half and then your your roommate the other half and you both get a receipt and everything's hunky-dory. So, you know, if you're thinking about doing that, you know, you might want to do a little research if you don't know the person. Um, maybe stalk their Facebook page for a minute and kind of see what's going on there. See what kind of things they post about, see what their blog is about, whatever, to see if they might be a good fit for you. Um, so the third way to survive one of these events is to choose to attend a smaller event. And so I'm going to do a plug here. I'm just going to do it. (laughs) This is how I roll. I really intentionally have small retreats four times a year. So my retreats are 30 people. People come from all over. At this point, it's getting to where they're coming from all over the world, which just blows my mind. Um, But they're coming to North Carolina or we've got one in Colorado Springs this year um, to just hang out with 30 to 35 other bloggers in a really small group environment. And everything is very centered around the people that are there. And so I have found that a lot of my introvert attendees will say things like, hey, like, I really like this environment because I don't feel lost. Like, I don't feel like I'm just kind of in a corner here. <laughs> like, people talk to me, you know, it's very inclusive. Um, 
we all sit together, you know, or we hang out together, or we do things together. And usually unless somebody hides out in the room, they don't feel alone. Um, and that's why finding a smaller event might be more helpful for you if you're really nervous about that. Now, if you're wanting to just go and blend in and not be noticed, going to a bigger event might be the right choice for you. Um, but those are just things to think about. Okay, the fourth thing is when you go, I really encourage you to get some business cards made. You know, there's fairly cheap places online to get business cards made. I always order mine from Vistaprint. Um, and if you can get them and get them with your face on them, I think that helps. Like, I think it helps for people to be able to remember you. So like nowadays, like if I have a car that doesn't have a picture on it, I usually toss it because I, I can't remember who that person is. But if it has their picture on it, like I'm like, okay, I know them. I can remember them. I see their face. Okay, okay, okay. So it, it's not that much extra. Like it doesn't really cost extra to do that. Um, and it really, I think, benefits the person that you have met so that they can remember what you look like. So keep that in mind. Um, the next thing is to pack what you feel good in. You know, like pick outfits that you feel confident in that make you feel um, what you want to feel, like whatever you need to feel to feel confident when you go in. Um, pick those outfits, the things that make you feel good. And don't, you know, don't try to be like overly trendy or like do something that you wouldn't normally wear because you're going to some event. And I don't know. I think some people just do things out of their norm to impress people sometimes and they don't feel comfortable in that. And so just make sure like when you go like, you know, you want to probably, I mean, most blogging conferences, um, big conferences are more like business casual. When you come to one of my retreats, because we're working so much over the weekend, like we're working on projects and working on tasks related to your blog, um, it's a little bit more casual <laughs> because I want people to be comfortable because they're actually working. Um, you know, but if you're going around and attending meetings, you know, take sweater, take a small sweater, usually a good idea. Wear flats because you're going to be walking a lot. Um, different things when it comes to your wardrobe that are just going to make you feel comfortable and not feel hot or feel sweaty or feel stinky or whatever would make you feel uncomfortable. Um, next, I would encourage you like when you get there, don't compare. I think the first thing that people do when they walk in the door, they start looking around at the different people that are there and comparing themselves. They compare their body image. They compare, you know, the size of their blog. They compare their platforms. They compare their shoes. They compare their bags. They compare their hair, like their nails. Like there's so many things that you can compare. Um, and really just go there and be you and embrace you and be happy with you and do your thing. Um, and don't, you know, you don't need to go around and tell people, like, if you're a brand new blogger, you don't have to say, I'm a brand new blogger, I'm a baby blogger, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, be confident. Be like, yes, this is my website. This is what it's about. And with that, I think learning um, what your tagline is, learning your elevator pitch, which should be about a sentence. Um, that summarizes really what you blog about and like practicing that and rehearsing that and saying that and practicing it can be really helpful when you get in these experiences because then you can just really clearly communicate with them. This is what my blog is about. And you don't have to add anything to that or take anything away from it. It can just be what it is. Um, and that helps with your confidence a lot. Don't hide in your hotel room. I know that it is, you know, easy to go hide in your hotel room. When it comes to my retreat, some people go hide in their hotel room because they're working, um, but they come out and play later <laughs> when we do, you know, dinner or we do lunch or we do one fun group activity or whatever. Um, but in general, like when you go to a conference, it's better for you to kind of hang out. Like even if you're not going to attend a session and this goes, another point is don't try to go to everything. Um, that's my next point. But um, when you are looking back over 
you know, what you're deciding what you want to do for the day. You don't have to attend to everything because that can lead to overwhelm. Um, and that can lead to a lot of distractions. So you can just pick the things that you think are your next best step. But when you're not in a session, go hang out in the hallways, go hang out in the lobby, like sit in a chair and see what happens. I have met so many interesting people sitting in the hallways, or I've met so many awesome speakers sitting in the hallways because they're the ones that are like out in the hallways when people are in sessions. And so usually the people that I have on my list to meet, um, which is another point, you know, make a list of people that you want to meet when you're there or speakers that you want to meet or mentors that, you know, people you have admired from afar that you want to introduce yourself to or just go meet. Um, make a list of those people and make it happen. And a lot of that stuff's going to happen, not necessarily sitting in the rooms, you know, unless you go up and talk to them after their talk, but being in the hallways, because that's where they'll be lingering in between their own sessions or their own talks. Make sure that you go to dinner with strangers, which sounds really weird to say that out loud. But when you go to these things, you might get invited to dinner or you might be with a group that you don't know that well and they're going to dinner somewhere. Just go with them. Um, it can be a lot of fun. Uh, last year at FinCon, um, I was hanging out with a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a while. And then, um, you know, just by hanging out like with her and being there talking to her, I kind of got scooped up into a group of people that, <laughs> that went to dinner together. Um, and it was some of my favorite people. It was Kay All, um, Darren Rouse from Pro, Pro Blogger. I got to sit beside him and eat dinner with him. And he's like an amazing person in real life. Um, Connie Albers is one of my speaking coaches. Uh, Kim Sorges from Not Consumed. Aaron Chase, like all these people who... Um, are a big part of my blogging life, like just being able to go to dinner with them and hang out with them. You know, I didn't know Darren at all. Like <laughs> I've talked to Darren maybe once at a previous retreat and just said hi or introduced myself. But it was amazing because I was open to going to dinner. I got to sit next to pro blogger Darren Rouse for like two hours and just talk to him about blogging and him and my husband talked a lot. And so there's just so many different opportunities. Um, and even if you're not going to dinner necessarily with like speakers or anything like that, you might just be going with other people, you just never know what relationships you're going to build and what will eventually come out of those relationships because you just went out to dinner. I can't tell you how many awesome opportunities I've gotten just from going out to dinner with people and having time to talk over food, to relax, and to have a good time. Okay, next is bring a copy of your one-page media kit. So, um, I think a lot of people don't think about the fact that sometimes there's going to be brands at these events and by bringing a one page media kit at a rich at a conference where, you know, there's going to be brands is I think it gives you a leg up, to be honest with you. It makes you memorable because it made you look prepared when you got there. And so just having a one page media kit, you can walk up to the brand and say, hey, you know, I, you know, after you talk to them, you can say, hey, I have my one page media kit. Um you know, I'd love to follow up with you. I can either leave this with you or I can email you a copy. So you can give them an option because, you know, sometimes if they're there, they may not want to lug around extra paper and, or like keep track of that. And so, you know, by emailing them that afternoon or whatever, you know, if you can get their business card, um, you know, then you can get that in their hands. But it's usually like they're usually impressed if you can come prepared and say, you know, I'm, I'm ready to work with you basically. And I want to show you, you know, what I have to offer. And so as far as going to conferences and stuff, I just want to encourage you not to be afraid. Don't be afraid to go because I do genuinely believe that in my own blogging journey, conferences and retreats have been like huge pivotal moments of my journey 
because I met new people, learned new things, made strategic decisions based on stuff that I learned, um, and all of that stuff over time really was part of my foundational blog growth. And so as you move towards your goals, as you pursue your own success story, um, make a blog retreat or a blog conference part of that story. And if you want to come to mine, I would love for you to come to mine because I want to get to know you and I want to meet you in real life. Um, and I want you to hang out and you know, it's very personal. It's not like you show up at my retreats and all the speakers disappear. Um, and you don't ever talk to anybody like we're there and we're there to serve you and to help you and to encourage you and to geek out with you about, you know, what you're doing. Um, and it's really a weekend about you. And so if you're interested in coming to one of those retreats, just visit KimAndersonConsulting.com. There is a tab at the top that says retreats and you can check out all the ones we have uh, for this year at this point. Um, I don't know when this recording comes out, what will happen. Um, but we have one in June with Jennifer Maker from JenniferMaker.com. And we also have one in October. It's going to be with Monica Louie, who's a Facebook ads expert. And in October will be a Facebook ads intensive, which will be a bit different from the other ones because this one will be focused on actually uh, coming and getting, you know, a Facebook plan in place um, for running ads and getting feedback and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a little bit different um, in October, but that's going to be the focus of that weekend. The one in June, uh, Jennifer Maker is a expert in a lot of different things. Um, she is the creator of List Love, uh, where you make resource libraries um, for your email opt-ins. She knows about Pinterest, and she's just been able to grow a really successful online platform um, in a really unique niche. So I would love for you guys, again, to come to one of the retreats. That's how you find out more information. Whatever you do, just keep blogging.